Running up the score. You're listening to the Running Up the Score podcast. Now here's your hosts, Jerry Napoleonello and Kevin Donlin. Welcome back to another episode of Running Up the Score. I'm Jerry Napoleonello. He's Kevin Donlin. We're back for the biggest game of them all. When we start off week one, this is the game that you're thinking about. This is every team's dream, every player's dream. It's the Super Bowl. Here we are. I'm ready for it. I think it's going to be a great game. Bengals, Rams in SoFi Stadium. Let's do it. What do you think? Yeah, no, it should definitely be an exciting one. Honestly, a surprising one. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think anybody thought the Bengals would be in it. The Rams were uh, an up-and-down team all season. You know, they made the deals that they needed to make to get to this point. But, I mean, first of all, let's get into it. It's 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 been a while since we have been doing the show. Uh, I mean, between the holidays. I, did we even do one after the holidays? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, so it's so this is actually our first time since both of us having COVID. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So we had the holidays, we both caught COVID. Um we're still here to talk about our story, so that's good. <laughs> you know, so um but we're back on the air for the biggest game of them all. I'm pumped. We have, you know, so much to talk about between you know, the trends of this game, you know, everybody, obviously this is the biggest game to be betted on, um, whether it be your boxes or just betting it regularly. Uh, New York obviously has, you know, since actually before we even, you know, before our last show or after our last show, betting became available, uh, you know, via, you know, your, your, apps and everything like that in New York. So I've been betting like crazy. Thankfully, I've been waiting for this day to come. So I'm pumped about today. You know, a lot of bets going out today. But we have your betting trends we're going to talk about. We got some prop bets that are ridiculous, but they're fun to do. Uh, and then we're just going to talk about the game because, you know, it's the biggest game of them all. So let's get into it. We'll start off with the betting trends. Here, so you know, there's a lot of trends. You know, a lot of people are looking at it. You know, you gotta you gotta look at it smart when you're betting this game. You can't you know go into it thinking, oh, you know, I, I like the Rams a lot. I'm going with the Rams, or I like the Bengals a lot. I don't like the Rams. Whatever it is, you gotta kind of go with the smarts of it. You gotta go with the trends. You know, and here we go. So let's go into it. You know, you're talking about, um. When you look at it, the spread of this game has bounced from three and a half to four and a half, and it looks steady at four. Um, and that's it's been four for the last probably week or so, I guess you could say. Um, you know, and obviously when you're looking at trends historically, it's hard to to go by that because it's different teams, different players, different years. You know, different you know, way of playing the game. So it's, when you look at it, it's, you got to kind of look at it as, you know, with a grain of salt, but first team to score wins. The team that is open scoring 
has gone on to win 36 of the 55 Super Bowls. That's a 65%, uh, including seven of the previous 10. Last year is a little different. Chiefs, Chiefs opened up the scoring with the field goal and lost 31-9 to to the Buccaneers. So, uh, And that, that no prop bet paid out plus 140. So that was a nice little payout for whoever betted no on yeah. on if you score first you win. But um underdogs and we're looking at the Bengals now. The underdog um is covering the spread especially in the last, you know, 14 games covering 10 of those co- uh, contests has been the underdog. Um and 7 of the last 9 of the Super Bowls. Uh, the favorites still own the all-time edge at 29-24-2 and two against the spread heading into the Super Bowl uh, and Cincinnati's plus four. And I bet Cincinnati to win this game. That's, yeah, it's not bad. Uh, <laughs> I've been telling people like the entire time that uh, my concept is, you know, obviously you've seen that yeah. I've loved the Rams and I knew they were the best team in football. I, I think they're going to win today, but I want Cincinnati to win because I think it's incredible. I think the whole story, yeah. it does bring back, I know, not, not good memories from others, but, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the New York Giants, they came in and, they, you know, no one expected them to go through that entire uh monster of a conference and the same thing happened with Cincinnati they had really tough matchups even starting with Oakland in the first round uh you know this is an incredible story for Joe Burrow I think Joe Burrow is literally at the top of the world right now and every right every right to be yeah he's got great receivers Cincinnati has done a great job their defense has surprised me to be honest um, I don't. I still don't think they're that great. Hence, why I think that the Rams will win the Super Bowl. Uh, but they've played a lot better as the playoffs have gone along, and there's no there's no denying that. And obviously, it's a big reason as to why they were able to knock off the Kansas City Chiefs, who are, at times seemed like they were unstoppable. And uh, you know, a couple of great adjustments by their head coach, um, you know, in the second half, and it really was the biggest difference in that game. Uh, an incredible win for Cincinnati. They come in with all the momentum in the world. Uh, but I think right now the mindset, especially the game being at home uh, and the Rams going out and making the moves that they did, um, they are the best team in the league, and I, would, I wouldn't I would be shocked at all. And it's obviously what I think is going to be the I think the Rams are going to win it. But I really would love to see Cincinnati. I'm rooting for Cincinnati. Yeah. But I think it'll be the Rams. Yeah, and I've been telling everybody the difference and, and – the thing that has worried me, I guess you could say, when it comes to the Bengals is the offensive line. You know, you take nine sacks in a game against the Tennessee Titans. Obviously, you end up winning that game either way. But the fact that you took nine sacks against that team and then you're going up against arguably the best defensive line in the league with the likes of Von Miller, Aaron Donald, uh, Leonard Floyd. Yeah, that's going to be a tough, tough matchup for the Bengals' mediocre offense, offensive line, and the Rams' dominant defensive line. And right then and there, I'm going to tell you right now, that's the difference. That's the difference in this game. If the Bengals can hold up slightly and not make Aaron Donald 
the focal point of this game. You know, kind of like the the San Francisco 49ers did, although still losing the game. I mean, they held Aaron Donald, I mean, maybe heard his name maybe twice in that game. Uh, so that's that's the difference. If you can just scheme and you had a, you know two weeks to do it, scheme against Aaron Donald, which is basically has shown to be impossible. <laughs> you know, if you could scheme against him and hold him just enough, the Bengals have a really, really good shot in this game. Their defense shows up. You know, and it has shown up throughout the playoffs. You know, during the season they were kind of up and down. I mean, we we've talked about it. You know, in the beginning of the ske- the beginning of the season, we were like, Bengals defense is amazing. And then towards the end of the season, we're like, all right, what happened to that that defense? And I feel like they've turned it up again in the playoffs. We're we're looking at. I mean, they they held the Chiefs to no points in the second half. So. You know, it, it just comes down to keeping Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and Leonard Floyd in check. And the Bengals have a really, really good shot. Joe Burrow, uh, it, it, he's he's not he's not in that position where the game is too big for him. And he's shown it in the in the playoffs. He's shown it in college. This guy rises to the level of the game. And I would not be surprised if he rises even more for the Super Bowl. And I am so excited to watch Joe Burrow. So excited to watch Joe Burr, I guess you could say, uh, go out there and, you know, do his thing. Jamar Chase is unbelievable. He has to be unbelievable in this game, uh, you know, especially going up against uh, Jalen Ramsey. I'm I'm just excited. This game's gonna be really good. <laughs> this game is really going to be good. Um, I I think the biggest key component in the game is similar to what you're saying, but it, it's really gonna come down to whether or not the Bengals can run the football effectively. Obviously, you got to run it around Aaron Donald. Um, when you said scheme against him, it basically means to stay away yeah. from where he is. And uh, I think for you know. Joe Mixon, this is you know he has been the vocal point. You yeah, know, a lot of people are talking about Joe Burrow, and you know he's Joe Burrow has been great too. It's not you know I'm not completely um, avoiding that uh, topic, but you know Joe Mixon has been unbelievable. Uh, you know the way he was able to close out the Chiefs in the overtime alone was incredible, and that's really the vocal point for the Cincinnati Bengals. If they come into this game and they start throwing left and right, they have no shot. Uh, no. They're gonna get. He's gonna get hit a lot. There's no doubt the pass rush does exist. Uh, and the only way you you beat a pass rush in this league is legitimately, legitimately, by just running the football. You know, uh, as a defensive lineman, you take a different uh, approach uh, at times like that. And really, what it comes down to is that Joe Mixon has been such a vocal point. And he has to be the biggest of the vocal points in this game if Cincinnati has any shot at winning this football game. But, I mean, the odds are against them. I mean, I understand the concept of, you know, Jamar Chase being a great wide receiver, and he is. I really think there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to win that battle with Jalen Ramsey. Uh, 
actually, um, you know, I I wouldn't mind taking the over on him in yards. Uh, I know a lot of people would be nervous about that, but I don't expect it to be too high because of the concept of playing against Jalen Ramsey. But you know, Jamar Chase has just been that important, and it really will be on to Joe, you know Joe Burrow as well. There are plenty of wide receivers in Cincinnati. You know, they they are no short of weapons, and that really won't be the concept. It, Joe Burrow is going to need time, and in order for Joe Burrow to get time, it's not going to get it naturally from the offensive line against those defenders. Yeah, You know, you're going to have to be able to run the football, and that's how you uh, limit a pass rush and you're able to uh, have some time in that pocket. Joe Burrow gets time today. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you saw him against Kansas City. You give the kid time, just like you give anyone time in a pocket. Um, they should be able to do damage. Um Cincinnati's pass rush has been very, very good. Um, it, it makes me wonder about Matt Stafford and company. Uh, I think Stafford and them should have no issue. But at the same time, there will be times uh, where scoring will be a struggle for the Rams as well. Really what it comes down to is you know whether or not the Bengals are going to prevent Joe Burrow from getting sacked five-plus times in this game. Uh, if they're able to do that, uh, they have a legitimate shot. But it's really going to start with uh, their running game. Yeah, so uh, going back to what you're saying about Jamar Chase, the prop bet is 78.5 over under receiving yards. Yeah, I expected it to be that, like particularly low. You know what? I mean, someone of his caliber should be getting somewhere in the upwards of, you know, 80 to 90 yards. And I think he'll get that. I think I think so, too. I mean, I, this is going to be a tough one. I think this might be one of those where if you have 0-0 as a Super Bowl box right now, you, you should, You're seem, looking good. You should seem pretty happy with that. I think this might not be uh, – I don't know if the scoring is going to happen right away. I mean, I'm not sure. Uh, the Bengals well, defense has shown things in the last week or two, uh, especially in the second half last week, but they've shown times where they can be vulnerable. So it's whether or not what we're going to get out of Matt Stafford. I mean, it's the first Super Bowl for Matt Stafford. I think. I, I honestly just think the Rams are going to win this game. I, I don't think uh, – I don't think Stafford and company is going to have as much of an issue moving the football as much as Joe Burrow will. Uh, I think Joe Burrow will wind up getting numbers, and I think they're going to wind up having to throw a lot in the second half or whatever will come down to it. Um, that spread is disgusting. Uh, the four and a half, four, I, would, yeah. I don't even think I would go near that. Um, I don't know who's going to cover that. I, I think the Rams are going to win by three. So yeah. I don't, I, that's, that's the concept there. You yeah. know, they, they want to get – people to take the Bengals and I don't blame people for betting the Bengals at all I mean that's an understandable concept that I I don't know if the Rams can win this game by more than well three, it, I mean I think there's a possibility of it 100% it's funny so uh so FanDuel has the the number at four and the both teams basically have the same odds so you're looking at it you know plus four but that's minus 115 <laughs> you know, yeah. and the uh, the Rams are minus four and like minus one ten. So it's like really betting the spread, unless you're like betting big money, like Mattress Mac or whatever. You know, throwing millions down. Uh, it really doesn't. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't. You know, sp- uh, you know, push the needle uh, when it comes to betting. Uh, the spread so that goes along the lines of what you were just saying but uh, as you were saying you know when it comes to the scoring in this game the Super Bowl uh, the all-time tally sits at 27 and 27 over under and the four four of the past six Super Bowls stayed below 
uh, the total. This year's it's sitting around 48 and a half. Uh, going back to 2002, Super Bowl totals of 48 points or more have finished two and eight. You know, over under. So obviously, two overs, eight unders. Um, and the other interesting, if you're looking at, um, you know, over under, you want to bet the over under. Here is an interesting fact: under head coach Sean McVay. The Rams have been dominant in conference play. That's not the one that I want to read. This is the one I want to read. Here it is. The actual value of having home field in the Super Bowl is hard to compound since the crowd will be blend of corporate sponsors and small pockets of actual Rams and Bengals fans. But the Rams, who are technically the road team, which is interesting when you're betting what team will win the coin toss, uh, have been a total have been a solid under bet when giving the points at home under McVay, going 14-24 and 24 over under. That's a 63% under. When set as home, the home team in the Coliseum and SoFi, and an overall LA has gone 10-27 and 27 and won over under. That's a 73% under in its last 38 games as a betting favorite. So trends are going more towards your under. In this game when it comes to the Rams. So uh, that was interesting to me at least. Because you know you would think such a high powered you know offense. Even when they had Goff. You know because that's still under McVay. They were still a very um, score happy team. You know they they had a very uh, you know they were an option type uh, offense. And they scored a lot. So the fact that you know the unders have hit, especially at home, for the Rams is is very, very interesting. Um, so if you're betting over-under, trends are definitely leaning towards the under. So uh, that's that's just you know I'm I'm not really you know like a, <clears throat> like a betting guru or anything yeah. like that, but it seems like it's just not a like a good bet. To bet the under well, yeah. of this game. Well, uh, the fact I, that it's like 500 between 27 and 27, you know, in the Super Bowl. It least. doesn't seem like it's really ever a good bet. No. Um, this is a very unpredictable game. I mean, you're not sure what defense you're going to get out of the Bengals. It's really what it comes down to. Uh, you don't know if, like, the, the world is just ending as we <laughs> speak. <laughs> you okay? No, I'm good. I'm good. I don't know they, what the hell just fell. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um. That was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes down to the under over, it's it's really just a hard concept. Um, taking the under in a game is probably one of the most stressful things. You it really do. is, um, especially when the Rams are up, you know, whatever it is, ten yeah. with uh, a couple minutes to go, and you know he's got uh, Burrow's got the ball. It's a uh, it's a tough bet. Um, my bet here is uh, really just the Rams money line. I, I don't even like to spread. Uh, you're not going to get the best odds, but I, I guess throw it in a parlay with some stuff. Maybe throw a first touchdown or something in yeah. there. Uh, there's a lot of potentials for the first touchdown um, that a lot of people have been looking at. Um, we're looking at uh, you know both running backs, Mixon and uh, Akers. I think they're both be pretty sizable favorites. Um, you know Jamar Chase obviously out there uh, with his odds, and Cooper Cup will be up there as well. So you know who the who the great players are in this game going in. Obviously Odell, a lot of hype on him maybe to get a touchdown in this game as well. Uh, there's a, there's potential for a lot of points to be scored, and 
you know, there are times where, you know, the Rams defense will be showing up and sacking Joe Burrow, you know, multiple times in the first half, and you're going to be looking, going, what, where, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, and Mixon might have 15 yards. But I, I think Mixon is to have a good game today. Um, I'm a big fan of him. He and, has to have a good game. Yeah, well, that's what it comes <laughs> yeah. down to. And I'm pretty sure the Bengals are aware of this. Yeah. And if they're not, and this, and he doesn't get the over today, then obviously you don't even get mad at me for losing your bet. I would say get mad at the coach of the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals. Clearly something went wrong. Uh, but I think in order for the Bengals to win, they're going to need to use Mixon a lot. Um, I, I mean, I'm talking like full over. I mean, I don't know what his under over for carries and uh, yards, whatever it is. I mean, I'm I'm going over on everything with him, no matter what the score is going to be. I mean, you just don't want to get a game where the Rams take an early 14 nothing lead. Yeah. And Mixon is really just, you know, starts catching the ball a lot more, yeah. I would say. So maybe total yards to go with Mixon, uh, the over on that, because um, he will catch the ball out of the backfield just as much as he'll run the football. He's really just the key component in this game. He's really everything. If he's under on everything, then uh, I absolutely expect, you know, the Rams to absolutely win the game. Actually, in that standpoint, I expect him to crush at yeah. that point. I think the Rams would be crushing that game in a situation where Mixon doesn't go over on everything. Um, but I do like Mixon to go over on everything. I think Mixon uh, – I think the Bengals can find a way to run the football. You know, I think what they did to Kansas City was incredible in that overtime. I think uh, the fact that Kansas City knew they were going to run the football. I was sitting on my couch, and I knew they were going to run the football, and they weren't able to stop Joe Mixon at all. So it just shows that their schemes – worked and I know this is a a different monster in LA uh, but you got to find a way to make it work and whether it's running to the outside keep to the inside stay away from Aaron Donald on all your calls then we go from there but really that's the biggest component if Aaron Donald's able to you know uh, stop Joe Mixon and company there's really just no doubt in my mind that the the Rams will win this game I mean you know Burrow could do a lot of things do not get me wrong and it could still be a close game but there's no way I could see them winning the game with Joe Mixon not being a big contributor. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, Mixon is huge. He has to have a, a big game. He has to. Because that that's going to change the way the the Rams rush the quarterback. You know, the running game is the quarterback's best friend. That's It's always going to be that way. Especially when you don't have a great offensive line. You know, when it comes down to it where a defensive line knows that all you can do is run the ball, you're dead to rights. That That's all that's going to happen, especially when you're looking at a guy like Aaron Donald, who is probably the best defensive player that we've seen almost ever, at least in our lifetime. This guy's unbelievable. So when it comes to that, you know, Mixon really has to have a big game. He He has to have a big game. And I think that you know, like you said, the Bengals are definitely gonna. You Is know, Kyle they know Azuma that. Playing? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, he had a. I think they actually have him on those websites for like under overs really? for his yards. So it's like <laughs> you might want to go the under <laughs> if it comes down to. Yeah, it. I. I mean, usually they have it locked. You know, if they're not playing. I'm not sure. Um, I think certain sites are giving you an option. That's. But I'm not sure. That's I dangerous. Have no idea. You know, uh, especially if you're. You're picking them. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he was at 
the the Super Bowl like festivities in you know uh, in Nebraise. So <laughs> oh wait, in Nebraise, yeah. Oh, so I don't know. Maybe uh, not. I mean, we could we could check right now. Receiving, uh, yeah, they have them plus thirteen, plus thirteen hundred to have the longest reception of the game. Is he playing? We ha- we have to check this out. Okay. Because this is this is huge. Yeah, it is. It's very big. That's why you know. <laughs> <laughs> Latest. He is going to play. Oh, he is playing. Wow. I did not know that. Maybe that that extra week of rest gave him uh, gave him the chance. Yeah. That's uh, that's interesting now no, uh, because that that's a big uh, receiving uh, target for Joe Burrow, especially you know when you already have Jalen Ramsey on Jamar Chase. You Dude, have, can we talk for a second about how many fives I've got this year in the <laughs> Super Bowl box? You want to, can, I, like they're talking about the under left and right yeah. about how, and I'm thinking the under too, and yeah. it's like, how are we gonna get a five? <laughs> do you want? Do you want to hear some? Like I think I have three boxes that have a nine. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I have one too like that, but it's like a plus one thing, so like I have, it turns into a zero. Which I have an bad. eight and eight. And I have a nine and eight. I have a nine and eight too. Which, yeah. way, which way do you have the nine? Yay! I have. I think the Bengals with a nine, and the Rams with an eight. Oh look at this! I got a six three. That's got hope. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I the one the one box that I like and I'm I'm very hopeful for. Mm-hmm. Four and a zero. You have four and a zero. Yes. That's pretty good. Bengals four, Rams zero. Wait, I gotta make sure I save this. Sorry. So, uh, that's that's hopeful. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't bet the spread, so that's good. That's good. <laughs> you Six. know, because that would be a push, but uh, I'd take a push. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just want to hit a Super Bowl box. I don't care how I do it. I would love to hit a Super Bowl box. Me too. You know, I, obviously. I hit one time, and I won the final, which was huge. The, the year of the, I'm not even marking the, down my numbers where I have uh, – where I have like a, a five, five. <laughs> like if a five shows up, then I'll start. You start scrambling, around, <laughs> looking for what boxes I have with a five. But I have multiple. Like yeah. I have five three, five zero. Uh, I love the other numbers. Yeah, but the five sucked. <laughs> Could have been like a six, four, yeah. eight, nine. So you're, you're hoping anything else? You're yes. hoping for a safety. Yeah, <laughs> they got to bet. So you know it. what? Bet a safety. You yeah. get really good odds on that. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> they have they have a prop bet. Uh, for two safeties in a game, <laughs> and it's like plus nine thousand. <laughs> but I mean, hey, listen, uh, look what happened with the the Broncos and the uh, the Seahawks. Yeah, that hit a safety, and whoever bet a, a safety, uh, and whoever bet a safety as the first score, cashed in. Yeah, I bet <laughs> big time. Yeah, big but, uh, time cashed in. I wouldn't have put any more than like a dollar yeah, on it. But even but. if you put a dollar, you're still in the thousands yeah, of a yeah. cash out. Oh, 100 percent. So, uh, so that was interesting. But back to it. Uh, I think I was talking about uh, Joe Mixon, maybe. Yeah. Whatever it was, I it mean, doesn't was matter. Really Joe good. Mixon has to be big. Uh, CJ Uzoma. 
That's that's. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's really what took over everything. Yeah. I mean, it's just the concept of you know trying to win money, and that's yeah. really what that's the goal. Like always, I, I mean, to try to make more money every especially day. Especially if your your team isn't in it. I mean, what are you doing mm-hmm. watching the Super Bowl if your team's not in it? What are you doing if you're not betting? I don't know. I'd it, sleep through it or something. It's, <laughs> it makes it so much more interesting. And that's why I'm, I'm like excited that sports betting has become available in New York because – it just makes games that you don't usually watch or I'm not, I mean obviously everybody watches the Super Bowl no matter what even people that don't even know like I mean we had you know we started a box at work so we started a whole thing and we had people come up saying who's in the Super Bowl <laughs> who's in the Super Bowl okay uh, so, but they're going to watch it. They said, and they're going to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I think, uh, I like the orange Jersey. Boom. Bengals. Uh, oh, and that's another thing. All right. So we're talking about betting trends. All right. The white Super Bowl has, uh, the white Jersey in the Super Bowl has won, I think 14 of the last 17 Super Bowls. Uh, the Bengals picked black. Uh, the, uh, you know, if we're talking about, you know, different superstitions, uh, Mattress Mac, who bet like $9 million on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, uh, hasn't won in his last like five big bets. He bet, he bet the Astros. He bet um, Alabama to beat Georgia. He's, his track record lately has not been good. Uh, he's been I'm, losing millions. And I'm not a fan of that <laughs> yeah. one either. Yeah. Can he just hand that to me? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Uh, I'll take the But <laughs> the promising thing, if you bet the Bengals, the promising, Drake bet the Rams. So We also there bet you go. like Odell Beckham. Yes. So, yeah. That'll, trust me, it'll even out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it it all depends on what you just Just have fun. Bet some money. There you go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's really what it comes what, down to. Yep, that's why the Super Bowl's here, <laughs> yeah. uh, to bet on it. No, yep. uh, obviously, uh, these are two really good teams. Um, you really hope that you could see Cincinnati, you know, hoist their first ever Super Bowl. That would be incredible. Yeah. Um, and for the Rams, obviously, uh, there's been a struggle. They the last time they went to the Super Bowl, they put up three points, uh, yeah. and they got crushed. It was yeah. like a, actually, I remember it being a very boring Super Bowl. That was. Know. Just to kind of that was against you know, the Patriots, right? Put salt in the wound to Rams yeah. fans that are listening. Yeah, uh, that was that was a boring one. Yeah, it was and a terrible. It was a terrible Super Bowl. So obviously, this is you know the owner and you know everybody involved, uh, new arena, everything. Uh, there's a lot that's really this is a big game for a lot of people there. Um, I think this game is going to be taken very serious by the Rams. I think the Rams are, you know, I I'm I don't, I don't see them losing. I I did tell you. I told you, you know, whenever we were doing those ranks, you know, the Rams were the best team in football. Uh, that never changed. Just both sides of the ball, everything. You know, they have two great wide receivers. They had three great wide receivers. Uh, they have two great running backs. Their offensive line's argument uh, is one of the best in the league. Uh, is Tyler Higbee playing? It ain't going to matter. That guy, you know, their backup tight end will do the job. You know, that's 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 how this works with these guys. Uh, they're so well-structured. Uh, Blanton and whatnot, right? That's the name, yeah. Blanton. I don't think uh, Higby's playing. Uh, he did take a pretty nasty hit. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, he is also in. Oh uh, yeah, Tyler Higby is out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I figured yeah, that. Daryl Henderson is probable. Van Jefferson is probable. Cam Akers is probable. Mm, that's really um, no, I, I yeah, mean, it just. You know, overall, like like you said, like you have Odell on one side, you have Cooper Cup on the other, then you add Tyler Higby also in that. Uh, it's you know, what does Cincinnati do? You know, in the secondary, I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. You know, it's going to be tough to you know, they don't have like a top corner. You know, and that's that's the difference also because Cooper Cup even against top corners has done his job of course Cooper you know. Cup is, there's really I mean he's another one today I mean if this game does end up uh you know getting some points and whatnot Cooper Cup obviously to be a big part of it I think people should throw him obviously in their uh little same game parlays and whatever they've been promoting on DraftKings yeah. these days but uh 100% uh I expect the over for Cup as much as Mixon. Uh, those are really the two key guys that I'm going towards and obviously oh you're not gonna get as good odds with those two yeah, no, but you're gonna, you know, you'll win. So that's really the goal here. Obviously, you look Joe Mixon, Cooper Cup. They're one, two. Um, I don't know what's going on with Cam Akers. I don't know if you know they're gonna give this ball to someone else on the goal line. Uh, you know, Odell Beckham Jr.'s got decent odds, not bad. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, both great, decent odds. Um, and obviously, after that, I think it's like Tyler Higby who might not even who's not playing, right? So He's not there's really not a lot of. Big time odds. I mean, if you want to try and take Kendall Blanton to maybe get a touchdown, well, you know, I, then I understand. Good luck. It's a tough call, but receiving. Here we go. So uh, Blanton right now has a so say on Fanduel has a thirty and a half, uh, you know, over under for receiving yards. Uh, and I also think his touchdowns uh, mark is pretty good as well. If I could just find it. Um, right here. So, oh, that's two plus touchdowns. So, if you, <laughs> Ty, uh, where is he? Kendall Blanton plus 1,900 for a touchdown. I just don't for think two touchdowns. I just don't even think that's, like, worth it. I mean, you're gonna yeah. put up a hundred dollars to win nineteen hundred. So, I'll find another. I'll find another way to make your hundred nineteen hundred in a parlay. I'd rather do that. So right but who knows? Now, I mean, no, my luck. He'll score two touchdowns. I'll be sitting at home today, and I'll be like, oh, well. So right maybe now. Maybe someone bet it. He, so for him to score a touchdown, Kendall Blanton, uh, for him to score the first touchdown is plus 1,600, and for him to score any time touchdown is plus 280. So they're expecting him to score a touchdown. Basically, is I what think they're if, saying. I think if you get a touchdown out of Van Jefferson, it's because uh, Matt Stafford threw a bomb. So that means if you're going to look to take Jefferson, Van Jefferson yeah. with a touchdown today, you might as well go with the over on everything Matt yeah. Stafford. Um, you know, yards and whatnot. Um, obviously, he might hit him for a big play, and that, that really will be a big part of uh, them all going over today. Uh, but I'll be honest, it's it's so tough. Uh, to call this right now, I don't know what kind of game you're going to get today. Ben, it really is so unpredictable. Ben Skourneck, who is the backup to the backup tight end, or uh, he might be a wide receiver actually. He's uh, a wide he receiver. is a wide receiver. Plus sixty six hundred to score the first touchdown. 
I actually don't mind the Van Jefferson call for first touchdown. I think maybe a big bomb to him would be, uh, you know, wouldn't seem so out of the loop. Uh, Odell maybe is the first touchdown. Um, I mean, obviously the two I like, Cooper Cup. But, again, there's just so much combination. Good luck. I mean, you just got to try and get lucky at that point. Well, yeah. I mean, betting the first touchdown is, is hard. But if you do bet it right, you're cashing. You of know, course. because even Cooper Cup has a plus five fifty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're you're gonna get a decent, you know, payout if you bet that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Joe Mixon plus eight hundred, mm-hmm. Cam Akers plus eight hundred, Jamar Chase plus nine hundred. So, uh, you know, obviously they have to be the first to score in the game. It's yes. not you know per team. It's mm-hmm. who scores first. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, that's fun to to do. Uh, but that's you know one of those bets that you're like ah you know what I'll throw ten dollars down uh, you know if you don't have money like you know these other crazy guys um, can we talk about something real quick because yeah, we do didn't it. do a show for a while and obviously we've done a lot of the Super Bowl folks yeah. there's really not much more to let you know should be a great game today uh, he's going Bengals I'm going Rams uh, I've been with the Rams since the very beginning of the season uh, obviously they've done nothing but try to add weapons to add to that like Odell and Von Miller. Uh, and they continued to keep their reign as the best team in football. Uh, but there's an issue that I had seen and heard uh, a few weeks ago. Um, obviously gave uh, him a text immediately from it. And it was the concept of uh, these head coaches uh, being paid by owners uh, to lose football games. Yes. Now, I know these are just accusations, and obviously nothing has been proven yet. Um, but the NFL better pray to whoever they pray to that, that, this, doesn't. that this doesn't end up being proven in court uh, by any which way. Uh, obviously, that someone telling you that they made $100,000 and then someone else telling you they didn't make the $100,000 can easily be proven in court. Yeah. Um, and if this is true, then the NFL is going to have a big, big problem. I mean, you see how he's talking right now. You see how the whole world is talking, especially in New York right now, in regards to gambling. You have a big problem yeah. in the NFL if you're seeing guys already starting to pay people off to do other. Because I'll tell you right now, if an well, owner can pay a head coach to lose a game on purpose then paying a referee does not seem like it's really that much of an no, uh, out of crazy, um, like just basically a crazy thought. It's not out of that loop. It's uh, actually a, a big issue that the NFL would be dealing with. Now, these are just accusations. Again, like I said, um, there's nothing proven. Um, but one way or another, someone's going to look really stupid here, yeah. whether it's the NFL or Brian Flores. Because either Brian Flores got paid money or he didn't get paid money. And that'll easily be proven in court. Yeah. And I'm very, very interested to see if the owner of the Miami Dolphins had paid off this coach to lose football games on purpose. Because then the NFL has themselves a very, very big problem. Now, we talk about the baseball scandal and how people were cheating in baseball. This is at another level. 
Now, we talk about the cheating in baseball. That has a lot of things to do with it either. I mean, we talk about all this gambling that's done in New York now. I can only imagine the gamblers that were betting the other teams against the Houston Astros all those times. Um, I mean, they should be compensated back. I mean, I think you have a point that you should be compensated back because you were cheated out of your money. Well, you no, you were legitimately cheated out of your well, money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole thing. I mean, betting baseball to me, I think, is probably I, by far one of the dumbest things a person can it's do. Hard. It's hard. Well, that's why it's a dumb yeah. thing to do, because yeah. it is extremely hard. Yeah. You I, can't I mean, tell who's going to win a game of baseball I, every day. There's a lot I, of tangibles that go in. To it. be honest with you, I feel as though betting any sport other than football, I think, is a very hard thing to do. And no, football, football is very hard to do. It's not but an it's, easy task either. Yeah, no, I 100% understand. Once a week. I know. When you're talking about But basketball. like finding out that someone lost, well, yeah. like you bet the Miami Dolphins that day, knowing that the coach knew they needed to lose that game and was not going to put any effort into trying to win the game, that is a big issue that and, the NFL would have. It's very, very serious, the accusations that Mr. Flores has put out to uh, Hugh the Jackson, too. Oh no, I know there is backup to this, hundred percent. Now I know there's a whole, uh, the whole concept of what they're trying to say, and I, understandable. Um, but I just want to go to the the fact that you were paid money, yeah, to lose a game on purpose, because like, that is a huge issue in the NFL. I think with with Hugh Jackson, I think he was offered the money, um, and. It's, so he's got no case. If you no, were offered the money, you, offered you can look it, at text messages. That yeah. ain't going to mean nothing. That's not proven in court. But if you were legitimately paid money, and now if Brian Flores wasn't paid any money, then he's got no yeah. case right now. That's the biggest issue for himself. Uh, but if there was proven that he got some money out of this, ooh, well, the I NFL think, will be in a serious, serious amount of trouble. And I, I don't think that this has really anything to do with betting. Um, I think it helps, but... I think it all comes down to draft capital. I think that's what it comes down to, especially with Hugh Jackson. You know, the owner wanted them to lose because they wanted a higher draft pick. They wanted to get, you know, the number one pick, the number two pick, whatever it is. Well, the NFL, regardless, that's a huge issue. Oh, yeah. For many I, reasons. Absolutely. Again, like, I mean, it goes back I mean. to the Saints with, this takes you know, over paying the entire to hurt season. players. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what it comes down to. You know, Brian Flores, um, he's, he's using um, – you know the 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 racism basically, um, you know, in terms of you know not getting a job. Uh, you know, he had the text message uh, text message with with Bill Belichick um, after Bill Belichick kind of screwed up, thinking that uh, he was texting Brian Dable and ended up texting Brian Flores. Yeah, no, saying, see, no, no I'll with, be honest. With, like when it comes to in, the Giants, you know what it is? We're going into like little drama things with the No, I, this and, is drama but that's crap. that's the Brian Flores no, you know, I, situation. No, I know. And I no, but the one thing I care about honestly is, is, is the, the fact the that you were paid yeah, money. Yeah. I mean, I want to know if you were paid money to lose football games. Yeah, that's exactly what absolutely. you're saying. I want to see if that's actually true. That's all I I mean, I yeah. don't care about the text message. Oh, this guy sent me a text. I don't I don't care. Yeah. This is nonsense. You guys you guys talk about saying about yourselves. You're all rich people fighting. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the funniest concept to me, to be honest with you. But I mean, aside from all of that, getting paid money to lose games on yeah. purpose in this league, that's such a demand for winning. I'm a Jet fan. Are you mean to tell me someone's going to tell me 10 years from now that someone was paying my owner to make sure that we had a crappy team for all these years or something? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that that that's... concept uh it's just not a I mean the thought of it just makes me well, kind of nauseous to be honest. Can we talk about how, you know, even if they were offered to lose or if they were or you know given money to lose uh 
why you know why didn't you get good draft picks <laughs> you know like that 100 percent goes you know, into that's, it without that's, a doubt you didn't draft the right people i mean yeah. you could tell that he wanted to get two of this owner yeah. he wanted to do everything in his power and brian flores his whole idea issue with and that sucks because brian flores was a great head coach he a is very 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 good head coach and i wanted him yeah. the jet fan are you kidding me I, I giant fans you'll tell any giant fan will come up to you right now and wish they had him as the head coach right well, at this moment you could tell that the team Played for him. the The team fought for him. Of course, you know they 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 came out every game. He doesn't and treat they, the team like they're like child. Exactly. Like they're ch- they're so, like children. Sorry. So you know how you know you know nobody really looked at him to to you know for a job or you know they did look at him and didn't give him the job. Whatever it is, um, you know, do I think he's not going to have a job? No, I think he will yeah, end no, up getting a head coaching he'll job. He'll get another job one day um, because he is absolutely an incredible coach. Absolutely. And it has nothing to do with any other I mean, look concept. what he was given, you know, with no, the I Dolphins. No, of course. It has nothing to do with any other concept. If no. you're the best man for the job, you're going to get it in this absolutely. league because teams need to win so bad. Unless you're the Miami Dolphins who don't want to win. Yeah, so, exactly. like, And that whole concept, again, is just mind-boggling to me. I think the fact that someone would pay an owner would pay a coach to lose with 100% means that these owners have that much power in the league that anything can happen. We're talking even being able to pay off a referee, yeah. which sounds like ridiculous, sounds crazy, no way, no possibility. It's happened in the NBA. It would happen here, especially if sports gambling becomes such a big concept because we have a podcast here, and I promise you, for every podcast we have, there are 40,000 other podcasts that are talking about gambling on sports. This yep. is the bet for today. Come listen to me talk, and I'll tell you what to yep. bet today, what's going to win you money. And everyone is listening in. Everyone is betting on the NFL. The NFL, one of the biggest reasons, like you just said, you know, you got people at your office. They have no idea who's in the suit, but they, they're they going to bet on it yeah, because that's, good, that's the only reason they're going to be able to tune in. Yep. And it's understandable. It makes football more fun. It, it always has. This has always been a thing. And, you know, obviously, gambling just got legalized in New yeah. York. You've been able to gamble in Vegas for years. Oh, yeah. So people it love just, doing it, and it's one of the most ideal spots in the entire United States for a reason. So, you know, it, it basically what betting does for you. Now, obviously, you win, you get money. It just makes everybody this, this, loves this. It. it just makes things like this more serious. Exactly. Without and, a doubt. And it comes down to also, you know, when you're betting on a on a sporting event, you know you have that feeling of all right. You got your team. You know you you you're passionate about your team. You get nervous when you know it comes down to the end of the game or you know whatever it is. Five minutes play in the game. Your team has the ball. You know and you got to win the game. So you have that constant feeling for every game. It gives you a dog in the fight. Every single game, but it starts to become, and, that's, and it comes, yeah, it, it becomes a big addicting. When you start, well, not <laughs> even just that. I mean, on, you know, it's funny because I was actually showing a bunch of friends uh, um, a video that I had seen. And it was of Norm McDonald, and he talks about an addiction to gambling. And the truth is, is that he put it perfectly, and he said basically it comes down to it. Uh, the idea is that you know, like when the dice are in the air and still in the air, you know, there's hope. Yeah, and it basically he explains in the end of the video that he just he was addicted to hope yeah. which doesn't seem like a bad thing to be addicted to which is an incredible statement because it's absolutely correct it is i mean, that, if you, I mean now uh, that to you be say addicted that, yeah. to someone and uh, not something to be addicted to some someone or something and you know just to hope for something i'm telling you it's it's 100% not the worst thing in the world to be addicted to 
But going back to the concept of just guys getting paid off to do certain things in this league. Oh, yeah. The number one thing it'll go back to, and I know what you're saying, oh, draft capital, everything. 100%. That's all affected. That's why it's such a big problem. But the blame will go to the fact of gambling being legalized on these games as a big reason as to why things like this are happening. Yeah. Like guys getting paid off to do certain things in a football game. And we're talking losing a game. when There might be guys that are told, hey, I don't want you to run the football this many times today because this is it, you know, because yeah. there's a bet going, you know what I mean? Like that can, it could be overpowering at times. Yeah. Now, obviously, you know, you go to Vegas, you put bets in whatever, it's all traced, everything, whatnot. And now obviously with all the websites, probably the same, but it scares me that it's becoming more and more, you know, big sports gambling and a story like this comes out. Yeah. It, it becomes alarming. It, uh, I mean, me personally, I, Stop betting on sports. You know, the Rams, uh, that Super Bowl, the reason why I remember them scoring three points is because I had the Saints <laughs> and no penalty was called and whatnot. Yeah. Referees make a big impact on the game, 100%. Football is a very difficult sport to gamble on as well. But it becomes a bigger issue when things like this start getting portrayed. Now, I really wanted to talk about this because it's really a scary concept, and I hope this is the last I hear of this. Yeah. I'm praying to God that Brian Flores does not have – bank statement showing $100,000 payments getting paid to his account by the owner of the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. That would be the scariest concept in the world, and that's what he's saying. Now, if he didn't accept the money, then this is all just hearsay. You know, yeah. like, okay, so, you know, the guy might have been in the, you know, he might have been in the office, like, hey, we'll be the worst thing in the world if we lost. That's a big difference. Yeah. Because you're not trying to lose. He's saying that he went out and tried to lose games because the owner wanted him to. Yeah. Very scary concept. And the first thing that will be blamed on for that will be the gambling on sports for things like that occurring. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, it, it obviously when when money is handed over for, you know, whatever it is, you know, or even offered in terms of Hugh Jackson, uh, it's it's a tough pill to swallow. Uh, I mean, that's something that you don't want out there. Uh, you know, if you're the NFL or if you're the owner of the team, if you're, you know, so it, it's it's definitely a tough pill to swallow. It's but scary. It, it's something I that hope you don't it doesn't want. get yeah. proven. Yeah. And I really hope that all, you know, even just everything that's been going on with the whole situation with Brian Floyd, I hope it's really, I hope people just aren't the way yeah. people are portraying others to be. Yeah. You know, like we're supposed to all be, you know, uh, you know, just cordial with each other, yeah. you know, at this point. And, uh, but, at, you know, obviously, uh, you know, a lot of going on with that. But just the biggest thing that got my attention was not the, not, you know, oh, I sent a text to him and I didn't get this job. Guys, you're all rich. <laughs> I mean, I have no sympathy for people that are already rich. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else to tell people. I mean, that sounds like a crazy cop. Like, you're rich. There's really, oh, well, this guy said this and I don't know why he said this. And this guy must have said something bad about Yeah, That's drama between rich people. Which I don't have time for. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, <laughs> that's like a rich person coming up to me telling me about their struggles. Yeah. Okay, boss. You're rich. Sounds good. You tell me about your struggles <laughs> while you're living, you know, while you go home to your mansion. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, the whole concept to me is uh, that's just nonsense to me, but I don't like the fact of someone getting paid to lose games on purpose. That would be a concept that so, actually I wouldn't even. Like, I'll be honest. I, I love the NFL. I love watching football. But if something like that starts to get panned out and that gets proven uh it, it gives you an incentive to really 
wow with this yeah. league and makes you wonder if there should be maybe another league created because this one obviously isn't created XFL. and done correctly at all. That's yeah. a scary yeah. that's a scary concept. Yeah, these owners are rich, they're powerful. This game is makes a lot of money. It generates a lot of money and when you generate a lot of money, things like this come out. And I promise you when a lot of, when the Miami Dolphins are generating a lot of money from their fans to come to a game, they do not want to hear that their owner wanted to lose games on purpose. I promise you that. Especially when they went to those games, paying the $10 hot dogs, $15 beers. Like, the last thing you want to hear is, oh, well, my owner had no intention on winning this game <laughs> on December 15th, yeah. 2015 against whoever they play, the New York Jets. Yeah. You know, it's a scary concept, and I really hope it doesn't get proven in court. Really just wanted to bring that up during this uh, show. Well, it, yeah. Because we didn't get a chance to have a show for a we, while. Yeah, I know. And that was a been, topic that just can't be ignored. There's a bunch of topics that we haven't really Yeah, got. but that's a topic that literally you know what, can't be ignored. You know, one uh, one thing that made me think of you, and I wanted to get your opinion on Doug Peterson getting the job. Oh, yeah, no, I mean. <laughs> I mean, good luck. <laughs> I actually saw it. I started laughing. I did. I did. I left. I mean, he's got a good background, but yeah, it ain't going to happen. Super Bowl. But it ain't going to happen. I mean, he's going to Jacksonville. They're already a clown situation. Right? Jacksonville yeah. took him? Yeah. All right, yeah, that's already a clown situation going on there. <clears throat> they thought Urban Meyer was the right man to go, and he was literally out partying with his players. So, And, you know, uh, smacking girls' asses and shit. <laughs> yeah. I, so, that's literally that's the respect factor I give yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars. They obviously need to have a different demeanor in that building. Uh, hopefully Doug could create it. Um, that's probably the most he'll be able to do for that team. He's not going to win yeah. uh, games, especially early on. But really, you just hope he doesn't completely destroy Trevor Lawrence. And you also don't want Doug Peterson to leave early because you really don't want your franchise quarterback to have four different head coaches in his first five years in the league. All right. So, uh, like, three things before we get out of here. All right. Um, first, Brady retired. There are things coming out Gronkowski well, I, doesn't yeah, I'll be honest think. With, I'll be honest when it comes down to the Brady retirement I mean Barstool's got to cover I mean I saw like you know shrines of the guy I mean listen congratulations dude you're a normal human being you want to go home and spend time with your wife and kids understandable I see him uh, pictures he's taking his kid to yeah. hockey practice that's life man he did what he needed to do for his career and now this is why he did the hard work and yeah. all the effort that he did his entire life to be as great as he was because yeah. what he did was great on and off the field because people don't realize how much Tom Brady worked. Oh, yeah. He worked really hard. He studied a lot. He worked really hard yeah. to figure out the mental aspect of the football game. Okay? Yeah. The game of football is a very, very much a big-time mental game as much as a physical oh, sport. Yeah. So Without a doubt. He studied it very well, worked really hard, spent long hours. 100%. There's no debating that. There's records to show how much yeah. work he has done over his life. And now it's time to be a family man and have time with the kids and you know like he's living the american dream that everyone would like yeah. and for, for me I, an incredible player his entire life all these barstool just talking about like shrines and yeah. oh my god like bowing you know like he's probably looking at this crap and being like oh, guys let's come i'm just trying to go live you know it's <laughs> literally it for me man i'm just Gronk, trying to go live a normal life Gronk doesn't think he's he's staying well, retired well, he might not i mean and, and that's the thing tom brady you know that's the beauty of being in the position where he's at where this is the kind of life I want to live. Oh, maybe I could pull this off while I do this. Yeah. I mean, look at Eric Weddle, man, on his couch, and now he's playing yeah. for the Rams in Super Bowl in right Super Bowl, now. Yeah. So, you know, let's say a, a quarterback gets hurt in the playoffs and a team comes calling Tom Brady like, hey, listen, we'll give you millions. Yeah. 
to literally play three games for us, and he'll sit there with open arms. Be like, all right, man, just make sure well, I get a two weeks of practices the before Bucks, I go in. The Bucks are taking a big hit by him retiring. No, of course. I mean, uh, the Bucks you know, obviously knew it. Well, the, the Bucks knew what they were doing when they went after him, and obviously, hey, listen, it worked out. Of course, yeah, they I won mean, a Super Bowl. They exactly. won a Super Bowl. I have no sympathy for a team if, that's going to not be good for a couple of years following a Super Bowl win. Or what I have if, no sympathy for it. What about them possibly going after Aaron Rodgers? You know who I have sympathy for? I have sympathy for the Cincinnati Bengals who haven't won a Super Bowl or actually haven't even won playoff games yeah. going before this year. And I don't know how long. You know how I know? I'm a Jet fan. We beat them so many times in the playoffs, it wasn't even funny. I felt so bad for them. <laughs> I really did. At the time, yeah. 100%. So to see them where they are right now, an incredible story. Really hoping they win, but obviously, I'm, I'm, I, I just logically, I think the Rams are going to be the winner here. So the awards were announced: uh, MVP Aaron Rodgers, Coach of the Year Mike Vrabel, Comeback Player of the Year Joe Burrow, Offensive Player of the Year Cooper Cup, Defensive Player of the Year T.J. Watt, uh, Jamar Chase was the Offensive play, uh, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year Micah Parsons, Assistant Coach of the Year Dan Quinn. Uh, Walter Payton, Man of the Year, Andrew Whitworth, Art Rooney, Sportsmanship Award, Matthew Slater, Deacon Jones Award, TJ Watt, Fan of the Year, Henry Eisen, he's a Falcons fan. Uh, then you have the Sponsor Awards, Bridgestone Best Moment of the Year, Justin Tucker's winning kick against the Lions, the record uh, kick, uh, FedEx Air and Ground Players of the Year, Aaron, uh, Air, Tom Brady, Ground, Jonathan Taylor, obviously. Salute to service award goes to Andrew Beck. Uh, the Selly of the Year, Christian Wilkins. Courtyard Unstoppable Performance of the Year, Joe Burrow. And DraftKings Daily Fantasy Player of the Year, Cooper this, Cup. Can we talk about this for one second? Out of all those awards you just announced, yes, I love the Comeback Player of the Year. I really do. I love But I'm pretty sure we can put an offensive and a defensive player. Now, yeah. Joe Burrow definitely deserves it. Incredible <coughs> coming back from that injury. But we need to talk about the fact that Bosa on the 49ers yeah, sat there with 14 and a half sacks this year after blowing out his knee. Yeah. That can't be unnoticed. I feel like that no, would have been the perfect time to definitely. have an offensive comeback player and a defensive. But just continue. That yeah, was definitely. Um, and we had the Pro Bowl last week. All right. Um, if you ever watch that game, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, that's. <laughs> what are you even bringing it Dude, up? Dude, because I, I want to talk about. All right. Why? So, so we lost. Why? So we lost John Madden this year. Yes. All right. Unfortunately, um, it was av- actually uh, unreal how close it was to his documentary being out, the All Madden documentary, which was incredible. Um, and then, like, the next week he passes away, or, like, two days later he passes away. Um, I think this game has to be put away. Like, we have to stop playing this game. I watched highlights of it where the ball was handed off to the running back, and he ran through and was touched, and it was whistled down. All right? The game has to be taken away. Make the Pro Bowl the all-Madden team. Give those players an award. Say congratulations. I think they should still and do end things. It. No, 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 I, no, no. I don't no. think it should be a game, but there needs to be like a competition. Do do the 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 um what they do on Saturday where they do the uh the competitions. Yes, you know, and like do like, that stuff. But you know, you need to find specific ones that are really popular. Obviously, exactly. for any other particular like do reason, that and go from there and leave it at that. 
and get rid of the game because nobody watches it, nobody cares about it. Just give them an award because this basically is only given to the player. All right, I'm a Pro Bowl player. Yippee but I, think the, I think the experience for the player. I don't think just giving them an. But award. make it a whole weekend. Like, yeah, do, like keep doing say, it as a whole weekend. Don't, don't make it just a. But, uh, yeah, because the people, the players do enjoy that trip yeah. to Hawaii and. Well, this year it was in Las Vegas, well, and then, then you that, have that Alvin Kamara getting arrested. Yeah, I don't. I get, I, <laughs> yeah, right, and then because a video just showed him basically beating the hell. Out. He's probably the, just le- drunk. That's what the last thing. The overtime rules. Obviously, this came a you know became a big thing. Uh, after the no. Chiefs and Bills game, yeah, I'll be honest. Dude, with you, what I'm, do you think? No, I'm one of those. Where, uh, dude, I'm a Jet fan. Okay, I watched it before there was even the touchdown thing. Okay, I thought that was good enough to help because I'm a Jet that's fan. How and I watched, felt too. Watch Pittsburgh get the ball in overtime and kick a field goal on the Jets, and the Jets' AFC Championship hopes and Super gone. hopes were gone. Yeah. Okay, Gi- New York Giant fans were coming up to me telling me about that rule. I'm laughing at them because yeah. I sat down like you won that toss against the 49ers, did you not? <laughs> oh, you didn't score on the first drive, and neither did they. But then you ended up getting the second possession before they got a first. They yep. got this second. So yeah. there's no sympathy there. No. I have no sympathy for people that there's are going to tell me about of the coin game. toss. Yeah, no, the coin toss is a big part. Don't get me wrong. Don't go to overtime. It's that, that hard. Or, hey, listen, there's, there's, there's two parts to a team. Or actually three parts, we'll say. Special teams, offense, and defense. All have to do their job. You know what? If you didn't win the coin toss... Hey, you got to play defense. You got these play teams. Defense. You, know, you got these teams now that are playing super careful, playing for the tie. You play for the tie. That's the risk you're well, taking. Well, yeah, absolutely. But I'm saying when you do get to overtime, I do feel hey. bad for the. I'll tell you right now, though. I'll be honest, maybe that was probably the other thing we needed to talk. About. I felt so bad for the uh, so Bills fans and. <coughs> Dude, I love Josh Allen. The, you know what? Buffalo's defense was the best team in the league. You got to stop. You exactly. Stop that's what that's I'm it. saying. That's what it comes down to. Listen, you're given that chance. You're giving it. You're giving the better Don't chance. Don't give up a touchdown. If you stop them, you stop them right there. You have a chance exactly. to just kick a field goal and you're a winner exactly. now. So, honestly, no. I think the rules are fine. Uh, anyone complaining about it, especially Giant fans, I just laugh at it. <laughs> I, I do. Because, honestly, if it weren't for that rule, you guys would have never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's true. It's the truth. It is true. I mean, you got the ball first in overtime against the 49ers, who were a very good team. I remember that run was incredible by the Giants. But that also helped. Yeah. So I'm not. I have no sympathy for it. Um, I'm a Jet fan. I watched us lose to Pittsburgh after beating Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in the playoffs, and then taking on Pitt and losing because of a coin toss, and they went right down the field, kicked a field goal. Remember, there was no touchdown at that point. So it really is a. Uh, I have no sympathy for it. Um, you you want to complain about that? You better not be rocking the red and blue. Uh, you have no reason to be upset about that. If you're all the other red and blue with yeah. the Buffalo Bills, you have every right to be upset. But. Uh, when it comes to being a giant fan it, and talking listen, about it, it's, that's uh, part of the game. It's a concept you, you that I just laugh at. You can't change it. But yeah. right here, here we go. Last thing, let's do it for Instagram, what, and Twitter, and here we go. Super Bowl pick of the day. Give it. Yeah, the Rams. You going Rams? Yeah, I mean it's a favor, but it, I, I think the Rams are going to win. Yeah. All right. I'm going Bengals. I'm oh, going Bengals money line. Bengals money line. Um, and you know what? <laughs> If you're going to – I think it's going to be a push, possibly, with four. Uh, I would love to see a, a field goal win. Um, but if the, the Bengals don't win, listen, the spread will hit. Uh, but, yes, Bengals, here we go. Have fun watching the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm Jerry. I'm Kevin. B. Breezy. B. Breezy. And it is all over. You've been listening to Running Up the Score. We run up the score on sports radio.